Hello and welcome to Dr. Fitness USA, the show. Exercise is medicine, strength training is stronger medicine. With your host, Baptiste Grimaud and myself, Stephen Hersey, a.k.a. Dr. Fitness USA. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dr. Fitness USA, the show. I'm Batista, your host, sitting here with my co-host, Dr. Fitness USA himself. And today we have a very, very special guest for you. Her name is Jana Short. Jana is a passionate advocate for holistic living and the editor-in-chief of Best Holistic Life magazine. With a global platform reaching over 1 million subscribers, Jana is dedicated to introducing her audience to a diverse range of experts, influencers, holistic doctors, and leaders in order to help educate and inspire a generation of change makers. Her magazine provides readers with a wealth of information and resources on topics such as mindfulness, natural health, and sustainable living. Through her work, Jana aims to positively impact the world and empower others, embrace a more holistic approach to life, Jana has received numerous accolades for her work, including being named one of the Los Angeles Women of the Year 2023 by Hollywood Soulish. Did I say that right? You did. Oh, okay, good. Magazine being featured on the cover of San Francisco Soulish magazine in July 2022 and being named the Los Angeles Entrepreneur Magazine's top influencer of 2022 for the second consecutive year. Today, we're going to talk about getting rooted in hope. Wow, do we all need that? Welcome, Jenna. We are so honored and excited to have you with us today. Thank you, Batista, for that beautiful um, introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. You deserve every bit of it. Your story is amazing, and I can't wait to share it with our audience. So tell us a little bit, what is your story, and how did you find your way to where you are now? Um, you know what? I didn't really find my way. I got shoved into my way um, through a health scare, right, which is what I hear a lot of stories with people having a pivotal moment in their lives through either a health crisis or someone they love's health crisis that really shook them and woke them up, which is what happened to me. Um, so I have a, a pharmaceutical background in my family. My husband's a doctor. Both my daughters were in med school. I have a family of doctors who knew a lot about pharmaceuticals. And when I got sick, pharmaceuticals failed me. There was not much left for them to do. And so through that journey, after getting a, um, a diagnosis of only having a few weeks to live and sending me home to make me comfort comfortable. So I was at home on comfort care. Um, I wanted to create a memory with my grandson. We have had at that point, five grandchildren. Our youngest was born three months before my life took a turn. So I was at his birth full of joy. And three months later, I'm on a deathbed. And when my daughter brought him to see me, I remember thinking, how will he remember me? 
He's so little. He won't have one memory of me and not the way I smell, the way it sounded when we laughed together. And I decided I was going to make one memory with him. That was 11 years ago. <laughs> we have now seven grandchildren. And it was 11 years of me finding a way to create a memory in the current diagnosis, by the way, I want everyone to understand that I didn't get cured. I still live in the same diagnosis, the exact same diagnosis, except for now I thrive in it. So I don't even call myself a survivor. I call myself a thriver because I'm assuming someday this will get me like something always does. But right now, today I'm thriving. And so I typed in the words onto my keyboard in my deathbed, desperate for health answers, searching for holistic options. And this whole world opened up to me with all kinds of information that I had never heard of. Breath work, meditation, mindset, right? Um, yoga, all this incredible stuff that I was like, what is this? This is just for woo-woo people. <laughs> it changed my world. And when it did, and those days went past my three, four week limit, and kept going, I wanted to know why. Why do I look in this diagnosis and feel healthier than I've ever felt in my life? Why am I so filled with joy every day and what's changing? And I realized it was mindset that started my, you know, my journey. And I went back to school in my 50s, got educated on mindset, became a mindset coach, um, having multiple certifications. And I built my practice in a couple of years to literally two years solidly booked and realized that wasn't joyful for me. <laughs> Successful, yes, but not joyful. And so I went back into how can I help more? How can I make a global impact and share that message of hope in the world, which is how I kind of pivoted into where I'm at right now. That's a great story. Do you mind sharing with our audience a little bit of what type of diagnosis or, I mean, you know, you if you're comfortable sure. with that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have an illness. I was a healthy 51 year old when all this happened. Actually, I was 50. I celebrated my 51st birthday in the hospital. And I had a, something called a um, hiatal hernia, which people are very, it's very common. Most of you end up getting one. And it's just a hernia where your esophagus, your stomach kind of pops through your esophagus a little. But when I had this one and they had discovered it, it had twisted. So there was no blood flow to it. So they had to surgically fix it. Otherwise it would dehiss because of no blood flow and open up and I would get septic. So I agreed to have this surgery. And when they did the surgery, by the way, this was my second fund application surgery. When I had the surgery, they damaged my vagus nerve. And I went home thinking everything was fine and I was healing. But every time I ate food, I felt like I was being poisoned and I was in constant pain. And I noticed my stomach started getting really big and people would say, congratulations on the baby. And I'd be like, well, thank you. I'm in my fifties. So thank you so much for thinking I'm having a baby, but I'm not pregnant. And it wasn't until I was in so much pain because a beezer had developed in my stomach that I went into an ER and was finally diagnosed with, with, with what was really happening. And they found that the, the vagus nerve had been severed and it just stopped functioning. And our vagus nerve is a really important gut brain connection, right? It manages everything. So their, their thought process was if we remove the stomach and we feed you through a tube, that's going to give you the nutrients you need to survive and give you life, right? We'll bypass, make sure there's no stomach. So I had a radical gastrectomy that went 
haywire. <laughs> it dehissed. I became septic, got very ill, spent three months in the hospital. And what they were feeding me is TPN, which is a synthetically made product to keep your body functioning, right? Gives you all the nutrients your body needs to keep thriving but it's synthetic. So my body said no and started rejecting it. And my organs were shutting down. So after three months in the hospital and my organs shutting down, there was nothing more that they could find to do for me. So it was either go home and have comfort care there or have comfort care in the hospital, but your organs are just continuing to shut down. So I became very malnourished. My nails fell out of the nail beds. My hair was falling out. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> and when I came home, I was like, I want to go home. I wasn't sick when I walked through these doors. I don't know what's happening. So I figured if I went home, I could get a grasp on things or some control back over my health. And I just started looking online. And I'll tell you, it was the most exciting, most scariest thing ever to go online and be able to reach across the globe to experts that had ideas and thoughts that were holistic that I'd never heard of. But also with that reach came those scary people that were just out there to promote a product or, you know, move up in their MLM, whatever that was for them, or they would say they were natural paths or doctors of natural medicine, and they were not, they just woke up and thought, people are making money at this now, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and they were out there and they were taking from me, not my money, I could care less about that because I wasn't taking it with me. It was that precious time that I had so little of looking for an answer to turn things around. And so that was one of the reasons that my platform is the way built the way it is, is so that we can vet these people and make sure like that they're there with your best interest in mind. And they are who they say they are. They're educated in the fields that they're out there teaching you on. It's an incredible story. So you started uh, looking online and finding answers. So what happened? What did you find that actually got you to be better? So oddly enough, it's not just the one thing, right? I'm not here yes. because of one thing. I'm here because of a whole life shift, which by the way, it's not going to be your diet. It's not going to be the sleep. It's not going to be the meditation. It's the whole of it, right? That's what the holistic is like the whole of it. And so for me, one of the main things that switched for me was essential oils. I found essential oils and my body started thriving with them. I have allergies to so many things. And this just happened to really help with digestion, helping me absorb whatever nutrients I was able to get into my body, which was through whatever I could blend in a glass and try to get down. And um, I tell people all the time, I did not cure myself. My stomach hasn't grown back. I literally just had an endoscopy on Friday. I have to have them regularly to make sure everything's functioning properly. Um, nothing's changed for me, except for that I thrive in that diagnosis now. Um, I throw up 10 to 15 times a day, literally every single day of my life. And so I'm, I'll take it. I'll take those little things, right, to give me more time here to create beautiful memories and create this sort of platform for everyone. How do you eat? How do you nourish your body? So um, I'm, I'm plant-based. I only do plant-based, which by the way, has only been the last three years. And I've been going through this journey 11 years. So I realized meat was not working for me. It wasn't digestible. I do eat, but when I eat, I throw up. I throw up again, multiple times a day. So most of my, my um, 
food or nourishment comes through drinks, right? A lot of supplements, of course, but if they're pill form, I don't take them. I take anything that will dissolve very quickly and absorb very quickly. But when you get to absorb very quickly, you have to be super careful because anything that has a little teeny bit of sugar, like if I drank a soda, I would have something that they call dumping syndrome. I would immediately get sick. It's like getting the meat sweats after eating a big piece of meat. You get so sick immediately. So I have to be super careful about what I put in liquid form. And I started gaining weight, which by the way, at the beginning was a really good thing for me because I had gotten so thin, but I'm like, why be careful when you guys start doing those beautiful protein drinks or juices, be very careful about what's in them because they are usually packed with sugar because fruits and veggies and stuff like that do have a lot of sugars there. So I'm super careful that I'm not drinking, you know, 2000 calories in one drink, <laughs> but I do a lot of, um, like I have one today, like it's full of powders and stuff to help give my body what it needs to give me energy for the day. And Batista, you and I've talked before. This is the energy I have every day. Like I am so full of energy um, that I just, I'm super grateful for the fact that now that I'm eating cleaner, I actually have more energy. It's a fascinating story because one is you defy uh, your age and appearance and your positivity in the face of agony is uh, interesting how you're able to change your mindset on that. And uh, I'm wondering uh, when you have all these drinks, how much of the nutrients is, if you have to throw up uh, several times a day through your experiences, your body, how's your body getting the nutrients to sustain muscles? You know, you're, the very fact we have muscles on our body. And in that sense, do you exercise at all? So I do exercise, um, but I'm not an exercise enthusiast, right? So I walk, I do resistant weights. Um, by the way, you guys have encouraged me to look into doing um, more in the weight department because I realize as we get older, that is not a should, it's you absolutely necessary to sustain you know, the quality of life that you want. Dr. Fitness USA's vision is to create a stronger, healthier society of people enjoying vibrant health, unshakable self-confidence, and a sculpted body they'll fall in love with. Our custom-tailored formulas act as the GPS to your ultimate transformation so you can reach your destination faster and safer without injury. The Feminine Body Design program teaches a woman the art of strength training from a female perspective and helps her achieve the feminine physique she always dreamed of having. The Design Formula program teaches men to achieve a sculpted manly physique without injuries. Seniors can tap into the fountain of youth, get a new lease on life, rebuild their strength and eliminate aches and pains. Those with injuries learn to rehabilitate them, recover mobility, and relieve back, neck, shoulder, and knee pain. Now, with working with Steven, just in, what, four workouts, I think, so far, if that, um, I have no pain in my knees like I used to. Suddenly a quietness in the mind, clarity. I mean, I don't have back pain anymore. It's amazing. It's just really amazing. I'm Bernie Durham, and I'm founder and chairman of CO Space International, and I so endorse Dr. Fitness for leaders that better lives. He does the inside and the outside to make sure you're the best leader you can ever be. And yesterday was already too late. 
Odysseus. If your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it, then Dr. Fitness USA can help you achieve it. It has affected my bones having this, this issue. Um, I have massive osteoporosis where I get something called um, re remix, remax or something. I can't remember what it is, but it's an infusion once a year that helps pull calcium out of your blood cells into your bone because it's that bad. But there are certain things that my body has absolutely suffered from um, because I'm not being able to get proper nutrients. I do have like a whole panel blood work panel done monthly to keep on top of it. I do go get IV a lot of times that will give me nutrients that I can't ingest. So there are a lot of things that I have to do to sustain, you know, living a good quality of life. And there are days that I feel like somebody opened the faucet and let it all out. And I have to rebuild from there. Amazing. So one question I could bring up is, how does your significant other cope with it all? So my significant other is my rock. I'm telling you, he's the most amazing human being in the world, but he's also in the medical practice. When I say that he's a veterinarian, so he loves animals and works with animals, but it's not that he doesn't know anything about my anatomy and how it works. So he's been very helpful maneuvering, especially at the beginning of this, being my advocate and maneuvering when I got online and started looking again, there's a lot of people out there that are just looking to increase their income and they don't really have a background in what they're selling. And when you're sick, like I was and desperate, you want to believe anything you you'll try anything. I tell people all the time, if someone said get live chickens and every morning go get fresh chicken poo, and rub it on your face and let it sit all day. I would have done that. That's how desperately I wanted to create this memory with my grandson. So he has been a rock for me. And through the whole process. And by the way, I think it's made us much closer. He senses when I need um, a recharge. So he literally just whisked me off to Cabo for four days because he knows the ocean, the, the warm sun, digging my feet in the sand is my grounding space. And we went there for like three days. It was just a quick trip so that I could get grounded again and come back and start again. Yeah. So how did you start this amazing magazine? You mentioned a little bit about wanting to share you're, what you were discovering, but uh, you have a million subscribers. How did all that happen? Um, so it was through collaboration. Um, I tell people competition is not the way to go if you're trying to build a big business. It's always about collaboration. And so when I started creating this and going into coaching, like I said, I booked two years in advance. And one of my grandsons, my oldest grandson, was in a play. And he called me and said, Nana, I'm in a play. I have this role. Can you come? Of course. That's what I live for, right? To make these memories. Of course. I looked at my calendar and I'm booked for two years. Even if I try to reschedule, where do I put them? I'm literally booked. And I thought that was super successful. But then I realized this isn't the life I survived for. I want to be available to my grandchildren to be at those moments, right? Mm -hmm. And so I made a shift and I started backing off of my coaching. And people were asking me the, when I was backing off, can you at least do a newsletter? Let's put your tips in a newsletter and send it out to us, you know, bi-weekly or weekly. I did not want to do it because it was time consuming, but I was at the time coaching a lot of celebrity clients and um, they were amazing at what they were doing. And I asked them, what if you write me an article and I'll put that in my newsletter? 
I got 30 articles, the very first newsletter. And by the way, my background is in interior design. Before I got sick, that's what I did. I was a number one interior designer here in Los Angeles. And so um, I thought, well, I'm going to put it, I'll go into Canva. I'll put it in this little booklet because it's so big with 30 articles. And it looked kind of like a magazine. And so I sent this out to their list, my list, and we got 30,000 subscribers that very first newsletter. But then I realized I can't do this weekly. <laughs> I can't do it bi-weekly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do quarterly. So every new season, I will do one of these little magazine newsletters. And so that by the year, end of the year, we had 240,000 subscribers. And that wasn't me. I didn't know 240,000 people. They wanted to share their articles in this beautiful looking magazine. And so they did. And so the subscribers started coming through me extending my reach outside of the people I knew. And so we went the next year, we went and um, released an additional three special issues. And then after that, we've released every month for the last two years. Um, and it's been incredible. And it's all about collaborating with others and asking them, share your, just your story with everyone else. And they come in to get the magazine. And we're at 1.25 million subscribers now in a little over three years, almost four years. That is incredible. So with all the success and recovery and all the things that you've learned and all this do you still experience failure? Oh, yeah. Every day. Thank God. <laughs> Growth comes from, from feedback, right? I don't like to call it failure. I just get some massive feedback from time to time. And growth comes from that. I don't want to stop growing. So I'm super excited to accept all those new learning. Someone just asked recently, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it differently? Hell yes, probably 90% of it, because I want to do it better. And the only way to do it better is to take what I've learned and do it differently. So it's a heck yes for me to say, yes, I would do it differently every single chance I get, because I take that beautiful knowledge. It wasn't failure. I did it. But I take all that knowledge and I can do it better the next time. So what does success mean then to you? We talk about failure now, you're super successful to the eyes of the world, but to you personally, what is your greatest success that, that you've achieved? So my greatest success that I've achieved is seeing the change in my grandchildren, the people that I wanted to survive for. I have a 17-year-old grandson who was just here yesterday for Father's Day, and um, he's into bodybuilding the natural way. He has this beautiful love of God that I don't know where that came from because my husband's Jewish, but he has this beautiful love and he's this incredible man now growing into a space. And he's like, I want to work on health. I want to work on keeping people there and understanding what that means and staying away from illness as long as it can, because I don't want them to have to go through what you went through. I have two daughters now who got out of med school and got into um, working as doctors of natural medicine. So they now both have PhDs. They both have their um, doctors, their work as doctors of natural medicine. And it was because they wanted to be on the treatment, not the treatment side, but the preventative side and keeping you as healthy as long as you can, thriving in your lifestyle and staying away from the doctors and pharmaceuticals if you don't need them. So let's see. So how does one become a massive influencer? Wow. Um, 
some people think that's numbers, right? The more people you have following you, the more massive of an influence you are. But I will tell you this, if you're a mom, you're already an influencer and you're influencing the lives of those beautiful people you brought into the world. If you're a sister or a daughter or a friend, you're already an influencer. So showing up every day, showing people what's possible and sharing that whatever that message of hope is that you have and letting them be involved in the messy. We all have messy, beautiful lives. We don't have to hide those. We just, we can expose those and know that people will still love us. And so if you just show up as you are, just know you're influencing constantly. You might be just sitting on the train and somebody says something, you're like, oh, here, let me get that for you. You just influenced another person showing your kindness. So I hate the word influencer because people nowadays associate that with the masses of people. I got to build a massive amount of people to be an influencer. And that is not true. You are influencing every single day. So you should show up as the best possible version of you and be honest and authentic. And that's the best way to influence. And that's how you build those masses, by the way. The minute you show up as someone else or saying everything's fine and they find out your life's falling in the background, you lose some trust with them. It's really hard to re rebuild, especially on social media. Once they see that little thing you're hiding, they don't believe anything else that comes out. So let it come out. Be honest. If you're having a bad day, say I'm having a re really bad day, but I'm showing up because I know it's going to get better. So just show up as your authentic self. You are influencing constantly, whether you know it or not. Great answer. I love that answer. So uh, why our story matters? Wow, my story is my whole platform, um, even the ugly parts of my story. But I found, I have a podcast as well, and it's called Oh My Health, There Is Hope. I wrote a book called Oh My Health, There Is Hope, and I cheated again. I couldn't write a whole book. I was asked to write my story. I wrote about it. I cried. I laughed. I went through all the experiences. And when I was finished, I had like a really good chapter. That was it. But I had heard all these beautiful stories from others. And so I reached out to them and said, would you love to put a chapter in my book, just sharing your story? And so when we put this book out, it became a bestseller in a week. And a week after that went to international bestseller. And it stayed there for a while. And so it was really important for me to understand that it wasn't just me. The power in our stories and us sharing that. Literally, I call it letting out heartbeats, right? I share my story and my journey, the dark parts, the scary parts, the parts where I felt hopeless and desperate. But here I sit in front of you today with this joy and hope filled and all these things happening because I went through that journey. And when I share that with someone else, it's like this heartbeat message that goes out and connects with them and gives them the ability to find hope in their journey. So sharing your story is the most important thing. It's your brand. It's your presence. It's part of your beautiful story about why you are there today or wherever it is that you're sitting. And so sharing it is probably the number one thing I would tell you to do is get out and share your beautiful story. Don't be your story, by the way. I don't live in my illness. I want people to make sure that you don't live in the victim space. You don't live in the illness place. You don't live in that dark part of the story or that hopeless part of the story. You use that story when you're sharing it to show that you climbed the mountain, you got to the top, and maybe you fell and had to go another one and fell and had to go another one. But that's the beauty of being alive and sharing your journey and going through it, right? And going through it with others. So definitely share your journey, but don't let that story, my story is not my who I am today, and it's not my life. It's part of the journey. Mm -hmm.
Wow, we covered a lot of things. Uh, I, um, what I like to ask you is how would you summarize the, what are your three takeaways? Like, can you give three things that summarizes what you would want to leave um, our audience with? The number one thing that I would love to leave you with is that self-care isn't selfish. It's the most selfless thing you can do. Scheduling time for yourself every day if you need to um, and doing what you need to grow and thrive and be the best you. It is not, especially as a mom, you're wearing all the hats, right? I was a mom of four. I understand being the taxi driver, the referee, the coach, all the things, and then still trying to find time for myself. Um, but finding time for yourself, doing something that helps you and that self-care is the number one thing. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And I know that is said a lot, but it's true. And you will break down, you will start to get sick, and you will not be able to raise beautiful, thriving children or have friends around you that understand. And I honestly think that self-care, when your kids see you taking the time, this is mommy's time. This is my time to do something that makes me happy teaches them to do the same thing for themselves and they don't have to feel like it's selfish. Um, so self-care is the number one thing I would say. The second thing I would tell you is to just be authentic and share your story. Share your story, no matter how ugly it may seem to you, how dark it may seem, or how hopeless it may seem. If you're sharing it, you're probably already through it. And if you're already through it, that means you're onto something more beautiful and you've gotten through it. So now you have the skills to maybe help someone else through it. And the third thing I would tell you to do is if you're on social media, receive everything with love, even the things that maybe want us to react, respond um, in not such a positive way, receive it with love. I have a few clients who are very big influencers, meaning number wise, and they will get hundreds of likes and beautiful comments and they'll get one and they'll call me obsessing over the one. And I'm like, why can't you see the hundreds of the positive? And all you're seeing is this one person who may have been having a bad day or receive what you were saying in a completely different way. So receive everything that comes to you that it came with love, even if it doesn't feel or look like it, it probably can be received as love. So I receive everything that comes my way as love, even the stuff that doesn't feel so comfortable. <laughs> Those were three beautiful takeaways. Is there any last words, Stephen? Do you have any uh, other question or something that we haven't touched on? Any burning desires to ask? Uh, no, I think your message in the three takeaways is absolutely uh, tremendous. If we can just uh, make a note of it and follow your guidelines to success. I, I love that you said that. You know, I have one more thing to say. I survived <sighs> to create a memory, right? I wanted to create memories. Um, I believe at the end of the day, we're not taking our beautiful car or our expensive bags or our homes with us. But I do think we take those memories. And I know for a fact, we leave those. And so if you're out there, Find the riches in the beautiful memories that you're creating and leaving with others. That is like my life's passion right now. That's excellent. Great. So, um, Jana, where can people find you? Where can people find your magazine? Where can they follow you? Do you have a website? How do people get in touch with you? So everyone can get in touch with me and the magazine at Best Holistic Life. 
com or any of the platforms it'll be under best holistic life and if they want to check out my personal website it's just janashort.com and they can go check out my personal website wow thank you an amazing guest you know uh, when i look at from this other end i can say you're one heck of a powerful woman thank you (laughs) i'll take it So there you are. This was another amazing episode of Dr. Fitness USA, the show. Make sure to go follow Jana, her amazing story, get inspired, read her magazine. By the way, I have an article in the upcoming uh, issue, so you want to make sure to read that. And until next time, bye-bye now. Hello and welcome to Dr. Fitness USA, the show. Exercise is medicine, strength training is stronger medicine. By expanding our vision of exercise, we interface it with medicine and business, bridging the gap between fitness, business and medical professionals. The show is designed to uplift and inspire a world of healthier and stronger people. Click the link to subscribe and never miss an episode because if your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it, then Dr. Fitness USA, the show, will inspire you to achieve it. Subscribe now.